All right, all right, all right. Oh, I think back we're again. back. We're back for a week. Six. Seven, I think it is six. I have six? no idea. I don't even know what it is anymore. Um, but we are here. We're um, we're I think second second week of level two, one hundred people. Yeah. Um, we did start this in COVID when it was for, for us a COVID level four lockdown. Yeah. Um, but we're we're back. We're back we're here. We're gonna keep doing this. Um, but without uh, people keep asking, is there gonna be guests? Well, we made maybe guests on this, or we may do something else. Yeah, uh, yeah on top yeah. of this, you know, maybe something yeah. else. You know, yeah. different different topics, different guests who have something to say about certain things. You know, it's true because I mean, everyone has a special, you know, yeah. a facet yeah. of God's heart yeah. that we uh, yeah. we don't know that yeah. we need to hear from other people. I mean, that's right. Um, so yeah, we're we're back in it. We've uh, again, we're still building the TV studio. That's that's a bit of an update. <laughs> we're in here. We're in a in a room in at Harmony, and um, we're slowly building it, which is good. Uh, Omar just had a, her 80th. Your, 80th. Your, my, my grandmother, mother. Um, today. Yes. Officially, yeah, kind just of. Now, just the, the date of. T- yes, the, uh, yes, the 28th. Yeah. 28th, yeah. yeah. Yep, so hello, yes. Omar. Um, and happy birthday again. <laughs> yep, so this is, um, again, we're going to. This is a podcast where we, uh, me and my dad, get in um, Hook and Dyke. Um, we're both pastors at Harmony, and we, we talk about stuff. Uh, we talk about life, um, as well as we talk about some rougher tougher tough topics that um don't always get preached from the platform um no specific reason other than context is probably the main reason it doesn't get preached all the sure, time sure. i mean you still do you still oh, yeah, afraid I, of I it i think it's in there somewhere but uh some, some question. Quite do you, what do you like with preaching do you do you are there, th- are there things that you're just like i don't want to hit or like this is not responsible of me to hit it without this massive context oh, like how do you yeah. how, how do you how do you stop or choose what you what you preach on sunday well sometimes it's just too 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 difficult. like i have not well, done that, much on eschatology like, yeah. which i probably should have at uh, end times which is you know end times end times yeah and the uh, thing is though uh, because it's so polarized in the sense of people believe all kinds of stuff hmm. and uh, and i think it takes a lot of time to explain and so yep. to take a long time uh, and also because it's controversial it's quite difficult sometimes to talk about these things. Now, I will hmm. throw certain things in the middle of different series. I'll talk about it. Yeah. For example, I will say the end is not nigh next year or something. We're not going to go, you know, because some people are saying, are we at the end of the world, you know, right mm-hmm. now? I said, no, we're not at the end of the world. And the reason why is because, you know, the, 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 there's so much mission to be done still. There's mm-hmm. so much. So I think there's still, yeah, decade, sure. you know, so, so those kinds of things. But then we can talk about a lot of different things that are coming. Yep. Uh, one time, but uh, and also knowledge. I'm not that knowledgeable hmm. about eschatology. I'm honest. I'm I'm good at certain things, and other people are very good at other things. Hmm. You know, that's true. So, like, is there? How often is there something that you're like, um, this needs a whole week to explain? As in, like, because I know there's some things that you just like. I can assume I'm not even. I don't know if it's true, but there'd be like a tough topic that you'd be like, oh, actually, it's not wise to talk about it by itself. Mm. That's not stewarding my platform. Like, how does that ho- happen often? Where you have to be like, okay, I'm gonna park it for now so I can actually address it properly, or do you kind of like roughly address it anyway? Like, what is your well, like, like the thing we're doing right now, Kingdom Authority. Yeah, I waited for two years at least. I had it in my heart for a while, but I had to grow into it myself. Yeah, and it had to be the right time. And sometimes really difficult to know. When is it the right time to say something in church? And I don't talk about just our church. Hmm. Often I will hopefully speak to the, the wider church. And so you, of course, have to also listen to the wisdom and what God is saying to the world, hmm. other prophetic 
voices. And sometimes that will help you to understand, oh, now it's time. I hear this going over there, this going on. There's some unity in what God is saying. The time is right. Yeah. But it's sometimes hard to know what to say when. Hmm. You know? And sometimes you take like this uh, kingdom series and also the authority. Sometimes you take a bit of a step of faith to say, I just believe it is right. Hmm. And, and now we've seen so many confirmations uh, about this being right, particularly in this time hmm. of COVID and the whole kind of uh, the world we're living right now. You know, amongst the fear of people, anxiety sure. of people, what's happening in the world, where we're going in the world, you know, and sometimes you got to bring encouragement and, and put some things together. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And like, I think you're, you're known for, for doing that through, through scripture, which is good. As in like a lot of people that have joined the church, um, have said that like this church is known for. We chuck like we have a lot of scripture, a lot of incon, mostly you know, mid, literally I think ninety nine to one hundred percent in context scripture yep. instead of a more, um, I guess we'll say thematic approach. Thematic, yeah, yeah. like we do well, some thematic. That's, like that's more moment, you. Yeah, as long as there's a series right now. Yeah, but but in, I, I try to make sure that it's context. So I use yeah. different scriptures, different translations. Yeah, yeah. And and but of course I've done a lot of um, just teaching through uh, books too. Hmm. Uh, that's important too, you know. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, I can imagine that. So like, do you? Let's go on to this question. Let's go on to this question. Okay. Are you ready? Exposition. What's the word? Exposition. Yeah. Exposition. Yeah. And I love that too, you know. Do you just not? Would you, could you do it? Or do you just. Exposition. No, the other, so that thematic. Well, I am doing thematic right now. Yeah. But I I like to also do exposition. The problem with exposition or teaching is that you've got to go through a book and often it takes a long time. Like Romans, we went through Romans a couple of years ago. It took us 18 months. Yeah. So the things where you really are committed to one thing. And I think sometimes. When you lead a church, when you lead a movement, um, it's not only about Bible teaching. It is also about leading a people, leading a movement. What is God saying in the world hmm. and appropriately speaking into that? So you're not just a Bible teacher. Yeah. You're also a leader of a movement, of a church, hmm. of things that are going on. So you want to have the wider context of what God is saying to the world. What is needed right now in the church? So I'm now preparing Next, we have a, a series you now very soon about soul talk, you know, yeah. uh, more in the whole area of mental, emotional health, which is very powerful. Yep. And then there's a month after that, and then it's Christmas. So I'm now already thinking about oh, no. what we're going to do in this oh, month, no. you know, before Christmas. What is there, yeah. what God is saying right now? What do I need to do now? So I'm praying about it. Lord, what do you want me to do? There's so yeah. many things we could do. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Us to yes. do. That's good, though. That's, that's quite good. hard, but, you know. Yeah, and that's, that's a tough thing, is it? You know, you've, you've done, you did Romans, but it's kind of like, how do you, because people want more of it, but we also need the leadership. Yeah. So it's like a tough thing of like, it's hard. I can understand. I yeah. mean, like, yeah. Um, okay. The question, we've got a question. It's a great question. Yes. It is. Um, so uh, Revelations 3.16. Oh, yes. So it is. So because you're oh, sorry, Luke, yes. lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. So saying like essentially like if God if God says he'll never leave us nor forsake us, why does the Bible say he'll spit out lukewarm? And is that lukewarm? I guess lukewarm Christians, um, is it or what is? Yeah, what is that? It's a tough. It's a question a bit, that 
it's a really hard question. It's one of those questions that people do ask, and it's also hard to explain uh, what it is. And it's also different Different people say different things, how to explain this particular scripture. Mm. I think in the overall scripture that we've talked about often is that we have to have particular scriptures that seem to say something, but we're saying, hey, what's going on here? I thought God never leaves me nor forsake me. I thought I was saved. It has nothing to do with whether I look, I'm, I'm warm or cold. That's more a discipleship issue. What is going on here? Mm. And so then if you have that question, then you got to think, okay, what is the context of this scripture? Because it's got to be in context, not only of a, of, a, of a book and of a chapter in a book, it's got to be also context of Scripture, of the Bible, yeah. in particular, a new covenant, right? Mm. So if you look at the new covenant, we're saved by grace, not by, uh, not by works so that no one can boast and understand that, that we're one with God's Spirit, we're seated in heavenly places. When that's all true, how then do you deal with this, this thing of, I'm going to spit you out? Mm. Well, obviously, in that context, it can't mean... That if you look warm, and what does lukewarm mean anyway? How how much is lukewarm? Yeah, five percent, ten percent, fifty percent. I've no idea. You know, because it, is it emotional? A big emotional, low emotional. You go to Brazil, and people are standing on the chairs. And, you go to England, and people are very subdued. It has does it have to do with emotion? Have to do with passion mm -hmm. at all? Zeal? So the thing is, though, all these things, in my view, have nothing to do with salvation. They have to do with culture. They have to do with discipleship about who people are. Now here, these people in the, the church of the, um, what's the church called again? Um, and I just have some notes here because this uh, I did some things of the, what's it called again? Um, they were talking about this, this issue and they understand that they were quite self-righteous in their way. And when God talks about this area, one, one I was doing some research about this, one of the uh, commentators was saying that they were struggling uh, because, the, again, they were very self-righteous. They knew it all, and they're very proud people. And God says, hey, so you don't need my grace, and you think you're so good enough. So I wish that you would either not know about me and come to me and know what I'm saying about it, or that you'd be just like this not even believers, you know, because this just makes no sense to me, this whole thing. Why don't you find find something that actually, you know, who I am. I can't have you lukewarm. Lukewarm is hot and cold. I don't want you to be lukewarm. And actually, when it says there in the... Um, other translations of the Bible say that he spit me out. It says, I am going to reprimand you. Another translation says, I will reprimand you hmm. uh, because of some of the things that you're believing or are not believing or you're self-righteous. You need to be put into your place, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it also says, I will give you my mouth. Literally from the Hebrew, I will give you my mouth. So it was, it is an issue in that church, the Laosian, Laosian church, Laosian. Laosia <laughs> Church, yeah. um, is that they had an issue, obviously, that God says, hey, um, you are compromising stuff here. This mm. is not good. It's not spitting out, I'm going to unsave you, and you're not a son anymore, a daughter. I'm going to reprimand you. There's a discipline. And of course, the, God loves disciplining mm. his sons and daughters. Sometimes people think God is not disciplining. It's not this whooshy thing. No. Mm. God says, in the Bible says, God loves us so much and like any parent would, that he would reprimand, he would actually challenge and discipline his sons and daughters so we can become more free and get some of our self-righteousness out of the way. And mm. some of the things that are in, our, in the way 
of complete freedom and being an example of who he wants us to be. So this has nothing to do with salvation because sometimes being seen, I'm going to spit you out, you know. Yeah. No, 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 it's not like that. It's like I want to give you my mouth. I want you to work. I want you to give my heart what I'm thinking about this and come basically in alignment to God's own word, alignment hmm. to what God has for you in this life, you know. It's more like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Makes sense? I think so. <laughs> the issue is not salvation because people think and get fearful. Yeah. Hey, if I am lukewarm, God's going to spit me out. Hmm. Well, he's not going to spit you out, is he? Because the hill, the big context is still that you'll be saved by grace through faith, not by works that no one can boast. So the thing is, though, and you know that works, my behavior has nothing to do with my salvation. So if that happens, you always have to know that it has nothing to do with your eternal salvation, but it has to do with sanctification. It has to do with your life right now. It has to do with discipline and guidance and, and discipleship in your life. Okay. You know? So it's, it's, I'm, try, I'm still trying to gather it, but it would be more a spit out lukewarm as in like, yeah, I guess a kick up the backside would be like, yeah. What? Sort, like you sort said, like reprimand. Reprimand yeah. is a, is a, is a disciplinary thing. It's more like a parent saying, hey, come on, Johnny. You can yeah. be better than don't, that. It's essentially, you know? don't be lukewarm. Yeah, don't do that. Why, why be that? Don't be hot or be cold, you know? And so and then so spitting, spit you out of my mouth, that is the context of not. He will reprimand you. Like yeah. he says, he can reprimand you or he says, I will give you my mouth. I want you to give you my mouth, I want you to understand, which of course is the confession. When we learn that word about confession, hmm. it's of course homologia, which you say the same as. So you say the same as God. Confession is always talking about, I confess this thing because you want to confess what God says, who he is in your life. And you basically agree with God and you come into alignment with God. That's why confession mm -hmm. is so important because you speak out, hey, I'm not aligned. Something's wrong here. I confess. That's why when you become a Christian, when it says in Romans 10, it says, when you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Now you go from your own lordship from leaving for yourself under the lordship of christ you needed a alignment because you were out of christ's uh, life out of his kingdom and mm. you say you confess with your mouth you basically allow you say the same as god yes jesus was raised he is lord and now you kind of come together and you confess him as lord i believe that and you're saved okay that's cool it's um we have another another cool question um, oh, where is it? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Where How's everybody going. doing? <laughs> you good? Sorry. <laughs> I have so much on here. Oh, so good. I honestly might have deleted it by accident. That's there's one question I wanted to ask. Um, oh, okay. okay, well, I'll I'll try and word it. Um, in my own words um so back in the day they they were saying um this is back in the centuries centuries ago they they did crusades and yep. they took over towns killed thousands of people in the name of god yep. be like our god wants us to have this and that and that the question is well you know it happened in the bible as well why is this not how is it different and like is it okay? You know, like, well, people would say it's not okay, but like, why? I guess it's more of a they did it in Jesus in God's name. Yeah. Um. I guess yeah. Is it not that? Is it is it okay? But what what do you think of that? 
I think it's quite a big question that one. A bit answered. I I would say something straight away. So in the in that context over there, uh, actually, because I think nothing has changed um, even now, and I'll tell mm. you why. Uh, because what happened in, in those days, the early uh, year thousands, you know, thousand twenty six around the Crusades there, mm. that that whole the year one thousand to eleven hundred. Um, the Crusades was was a reaction, a couple of things, because what happened is you have to understand that the that the government and religion were very close together, almost like one, you know, it's very strong together. Mm. And so the thing is what's happening is that the Muslim uh, world started to infringe. They were taking they were taking over Europe, they were taking over this thing, mm. and also taking over Israel. And the guy says, Hey, we cannot have this. Yeah. We need to push them back. So that was the main deal. They went out to push back the Muslim onslaught in Europe and this whole region there, and also in Jerusalem. Hey, they're taking over Jerusalem. Yeah. We can't have this. So it, it was actually quite a good mm. thing because would you do that now? I mean, right well, now, the Muslims now. are trying to fight Israel, and he will, they'll fight back, you know. We're not going to have this. Are we going to help Israel? Well, hopefully some people will. Of course, mm. there's been these days a completely different context. Yeah. But the point is, they were coming in this way. They were invading their land. They were invading my privacy, my life. Mm. We can't have this. And so they were pushing back. That was really the main deal. But of course, the problem was that they did it in the name of Christ. That made it more difficult because they were yeah, together. It was like, literally, you know, cutting people's heads off. That's right. It's just like, but in Jesus' name, so it's okay. No, because the thing. So, so we would say, in Jesus' name, it's not okay. The whole thing of love your neighbor as yourself. That whole thing. Mm. Then it's not okay. Yeah. But then on the other side, we have, hey, we need to protect our nation. Yeah. Against this other nation, which happens to be a religious war because mm -hmm. it is, is Muslim against Christian, yeah. is there a right that we have to protect our nation or to set free the nations that they have been invading? Yeah, and I think we would say yes. We yeah. would say yes yeah, in yeah. these days. I think if we're in that context, yes. I think yeah. initially I'd be like, no, because it's just like, you know, turn the other cheek. But it's like, well, reality is someone came right now to us right, right now, you know? Yeah. If we get we got invaded, yeah, we'll fight back. And we have yeah, to we'll, fight we'll, back. We'll go. We'll we'll tr almost overdo it and be like, okay, we're yeah. gonna come to you. But yeah. like, it is hard to it is hard to kind of grasp that because it is there was so much. Like, would you say that 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 there were elements where, because I mean, there's a lot of stories about how gruesome it really well, was. Well, I think I think it went overboard. Like anything, I was gonna say, yeah, it didn't become became it wasn't pure. It didn't stay pure. No, I don't think so. And either. so, and then and then even worse anti-Semitism was there too. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Because the church, and that's, of course, happened around that time. Yeah. And, of course, the whole area with Hitler and those kind of guys took the same on board again. Yeah. Hey, Jews, you killed Jesus. Yeah. you got to pay. And so it became quite an anti-Semitic... Oh, wow. I never thought about and, that. Yeah, anti-Semitic spirit came into this world. And so they started to kill all these Jews too. And, of course, we say, no, you can't do this. Yeah. But, of course, they, they in their zeal did want to do that because yeah. they thought it was, was cleansing. And of course, the same with Hitler, that, that's what it came from. Actually, and the church leaders, of course, even in the Second World War, first, they didn't do much about it, you know, because I mean, some people were standing up, like yeah. Bonhoeffer and those guys, but other people did not because people were brainwashed and this got, went away with the flow. So in the end, it shows again how easily people are manipulated for one yeah. and how, how, how dangerous it is um, to even put it, do this kind of stuff in the name of Christ because we will never, never meant to hate Jews, we're meant to love Jews. And actually, again, salvation is from the Jews. You know, all the covenants yeah. are with the Jews. And we as Gentiles have been grafted in. We're almost like lucky to even be in a covenant. Yeah. And so they're, they're the people of God. They're the firstborn yeah, of God. Yeah. 
yeah. initially, but still God's got a plan with their life. Mm. And so, and, and that whole thing, you know, uh, Romans 11, I love to teach on it someday uh, because it says, uh, Paul talks about, uh, what about Israel then? Yeah. And many people have no idea what the place of Israel is. Many people think that the church, and it's called replacement theology, have replaced the Jews, that the church have replaced Israel and the Jews. It is Israel. Mm. And so now Israel's got the Jews and as a nation have no place anywhere or the Jews as an as a, as a, as a ethnic group. Yeah. Uh, but basically now it's been absorbed in the church. Now, yes and no, if, if they become Christians, and they're, they're, of course, a Messianic Jews, that's called Messianic Jews, they become Christians, yeah. and there's many Messianic, then, of course, you are one in Christ, because God says, and Paul says, there's now no female, no male, no Greek, no Jew. Yeah. So everybody's one in Christ. The problem is, though, that God has still so got a plan. that's where they use the replacement part, is because they're not. That's why they say, yeah. basically, the, the, but, the, but the thing is, though, it's actually like a train uh, uh, track. Hmm. There's the church and the Christian church, yeah. where also the born-again Jews and Catholics are part of. But then there is the Jew as a nation, yeah. as the people of God. God has got a deal with them. Yeah. He's got a, a plan with them, yeah, which is being fulfilled mess. as we go. Yeah. And people sometimes don't think of this one. No. It's both it's at the, the same time. Of, you know, they're going to be blinded for... They're there. They were blinded for a while, and then at the end, they'll come back, and they will see Christ. But that's still happening. Like, the, blinding, the, the blinding is... How does that work? Because like you're saying, you know, Messianic Jews. Like I just thought about it. Like how does that work if the if the Jewish people were supposed to be blinded for a season? Um, I don't know the exact translation. Yeah. But how does that work with Mess Messianic Jews? Like how can Jews become Christians if they're supposed to be blinded? Yeah, yeah, no, but it's all it's all that's, that's very complicated. That's that weird. So it's both ends, same time. So God has generally had this blindness over them. But of course, uh, for the gospel to go out. But of course, it has been going out already. Yeah. So you can understand this mixture coming now. Yeah. And basically, now people are God is the in. It's basically the first fruits of of the in gathering already. Okay. So you're saying that the, you know, essentially like that blinding is lifting off. It's lifting up. Okay. Yeah. But it's not all one because it will happen at a time at, at the end. Again, it's eschatology. Uh, let's say at the end time. Yep. There is a time. Uh, just before uh, the salvation of the world and the rapture, hmm. where uh, there's going to be a time um, uh, where, oh, it's very complicated, but basically there's a time in the scripture that we can see um, that's not accounted for a couple of months, and they think that at that time the church at the rapture will go to heaven to meet the, uh, God in the air, the, the, the dead in Christ will be raised, the ones who are alive will meet her in the air, and there will be a marriage supper of the Lamb. Yeah. We're going to marry Jesus, this marriage supper of the Lamb, but at the same time they believe that Jesus will then show himself to the Jews. Similar time. Point. Now, just before that, because okay. they're all going to join us. Therefore, he says, I am like Joseph. He says to his brothers, I am the Christ. Here I am. And then the whole the whole Jews will mourn. Like I said before, they mourn because yeah. they couldn't believe the crucified Jesus. They can't believe that he is the Messiah after all. And then they will all mourn, but they all will all have faith too. And they'll all be saved. And they'll be joined with the church together in the great marriage supper of the Lamb and we'll be together forever. And then, of course, a new Jerusalem will coming down. A new earth will come down uh, into heaven. We'll have a thousand-year reign with Christ, where we will reign with Christ here. Hmm. The devil is going to be um, binded uh, from the earth, and then um, so with, we'll with, be forever. With uh, the Jesus come back, um, it's freezing in here. Stole it's, the that's the button that's around the corner. Around the corner. Um, you'll see that. You see thing. Um, so with Jesus being... Um, sorry, that actually sorry, we just got me. Turn it's in cold. It's getting so cold here. It's so hot outside. <laughs> um, the, uh, sorry, with so with Jesus coming back, do you is he going to be 
born or is he going to just be revealed as in like is he going to kind of come back as a like the like um well the bible says he comes back later. in jerusalem on like the mount the, of olives he'll come yeah, back okay. from sky they say the same way you see him go remember when he went yeah. ascension so he'll come back that way same time come back that cool. way it's pretty pretty awesome. That's why yeah. many of the graves. If you go to Israel, we've been to Israel. Yeah. You know, you see all these graves are being built there. Yeah. They say there'll be an earthquake. Uh, the Mount of Olives will be split in half. Yeah. And then uh, all the people will be raised, of course, from from the dead. Mm. That's why everybody wants to be there, buried. So many buried. Were there so many we were there. buried. There. That, was, that was crazy when we were there. And then, but everybody will see the big trumpet call. It's going to be amazing. I think I think we cool to have a um a week on talking maybe a little bit about Israel. I mean, we won't go into it too much because I know that a lot of my gene uh uh. Um, the media says one side. Let's just say that. I think the media says one side very loudly, and then a lot of social warriors get behind it. And so there's a little bit of mistruth, misinformation about uh, Israel that unless you've been there, and the people that have been there will be like, oh, actually, no, it's not exactly what the media is showing. Um, if, and for, for me, literally, the media said one thing while I was there, and it didn't happen while I was there. But it said it happened during during the play, you know, and we're literally our hotel was in the area of a certain thing that happened. And so we should have experienced what CNN said, but they didn't say, but it didn't happen. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. We were there. Didn't happen. Um, and we would have known if it happened. So, I mean, there's, there's things that are, that are real interesting. And like, I know it'd be cool for, cause I know a few young adults listen to this, um, like as my, my age, so. Close to thirty now, scary. But it'd be cool to talk about it because I think there's a lot of yeah. um, misinformation Mis- misnomer. about it. Yeah. Can I say one thing before? Because that's very. We have to make sure we don't confuse that. Um, some of the stuff of the historical Jews and Jesus in Israel mm. that is now all over. There's more Jews living in America than in Israel. Yeah. You know, New York. It is, it's about the race. It's about the spiritual uh, destiny of the nation. Mm. It, it is not about right now the government of Israel. It's not like we're talking about Israel oh, now yeah. as a yeah. nation. Because they're actually very secular. Actually, to be honest with you, Tel Aviv, we've like, been to, is one of the most sin city in the world. Is, it's it terrible. Is, it is insane. It's really bad. I mean, Jerusalem is a lot better. Um, but we're oh, not talking yeah. about now they're fighting the, you know, the whoever. We're yeah. not talking and about we'll that. Have to, we'll have to, you know? we'll have to maybe, It's part of it. Yeah, we might even get a white you know? water. Who knows? Yeah, and maybe. Just kind of like, well, I wanted to like fully comprehend it in like the different spaces visually even. And the Bible. Quite a, yeah. Yeah, like, and, yeah. And what it means for us um, as in, you know, does is this church getting behind Israel? You know, as in like we we do, but like what is what does it mean for a church to back Israel right now? Yeah. You know what what part of Israel we're we backing? Yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, so yeah, that'd be awesome. It's a it's an interesting one. I mean, again, right now we have the Feast of Tabernacles, just so you know. Yeah. That's very interesting for people to know the Feast of Tabernacles, and the Feast of Tabernacles is the only uh, feast. They have three feasts every year. So you got Sukkot, you got uh, uh, Easter. Yeah, uh, you got of course, um, um, uh, so that's Passover. Then we got Sukkot, which is uh, Pentecost, and then the Feast of Tabernacles. Those are the three major feasts of the Jews. Every year they went up yep. to Jerusalem, and of course Jesus has fulfilled the first two. He mm. became the Passover Lamb, so Easter. He became the Lamb. Mm. Uh, the whole thing of um, Sukkot, the whole thing of the the giving of the law in that that time, but now mm. it's the giving of the Spirit. There's a new yep. law, no more law, but now the Spirit, a new new law. Mm. And now the Feast of Tabernacles is the one. So they expected it. It finished yesterday, Feast yep. of Tabernacles. So they expect Jesus to come back during the Feast of Tabernacles oh, one wow. year. And, of course, the Feast of Tabernacles is... Do you think, do you think they will... 
Yeah, one day in during the Feast of Tabernacles, because eh? it talks about tabernacle, he will tabernacle amongst his people. So one day Jesus will say, or God will say, the Father will say, it's enough now, history, hmm. the trumpet will blast and it'll finish. And the thing is, though, it'll be most likely through um, the, the Feast of Tabernacles, because Feast of Tabernacles is when Jesus will come and tabernacle amongst his people forever. Hmm. And, uh, and it'll be their God and will be their people and we'll, the marriage supper of the Lamb and blah, blah, blah. So it's a very important, uh, so it hasn't been fulfilled yet, the Feast mm. of Tabernacles. That's why a lot of Christians go there. Well, we've been there many times, and basically it's a big celebration. Thousands and thousands of people go to celebrate so Feast of Tabernacles in anticipation of what God will do, yeah. and to celebrate, and to, of course, comfort the Jews at the same time, stand with them and say, kind, we, got, we see you guys, we love yeah. you guys, and we know one day you will see who Christ is, and we'll all be together as one big church. Far out. But Israel, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. I think it's a, it's a thing we need to we would need to spend a bit of time on, and and we're keen to teach from the Bible. Do it. Yeah. And that's the thing we're going to we're going to get the Bible out. I mean, of of course, um, instead of our Instagram posts. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. A bit of, Don't a bit believe of Facebook. Dago. Believe the Bible. Um, no, no. Uh, just to finish off, favorite book of the Old Testament, and why? Oh, my favorite book of Old Testament has to be the Psalms. Yeah. Why? Oh, because the Psalms of David, I mean, David was a man after God's own heart. David David was like a prototype Christian. He was not born again yet because you can't be born again until until um, the feast, until the um, Pentecost in the New mm. Testament, inside, inside. But the thing is, though, he was living as if he was born again. He was yeah. his living as if he has such a close relationship. And, of course, that's why God says, you are a man after my own heart. I love how he is honest with his feelings Throughout the Psalms, those those the painful moments, he's facing yeah. his enemies, he's going through hard times, mm. but yet he will praise the Lord. I love it when he comes and he talks about, hey, while you downcast all my soul, hey, soul, get yeah. into gear. God is good. He will save so us crazy. again. All our, you know? all our worship songs are really based on A lot on of worship Psalms. songs. So I mean, this, this him praising his name. Yeah. I just love his heart That's for crazy. the Lord, his so love good. for worship. And, uh, of course, he's, he, as a king, of course, he did the 24-hour um, worship. Uh, in in the Bible, mm. he was the only one who instigated twenty four hour worship. So they had twenty four hour worship in the temple, and of course, people believe it's basically coming back. It's called the restoration of the tabernacle of David, and I love talking about this, mm. and I love how it's going to be come back to the whole twenty four hour. Not just about around the globe, but even churches they will have twenty four hour uh, praise and worship, and just it's just an ongoing thing of mm. of 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 praise and and intimacy and worship and presence. This is beautiful. That's cool. Well, I think that's it for today. We've actually, um, it's been a, it's a busy day. It's a busy day for us. We're actually doing a bit of recording. We've got a lot of other stuff that we are, yeah. are doing. So we actually pre-recorded this. This is the first time we pre-recorded. Um, so, yep, you're still listening to this at 8 o'clock or on podcast or watching YouTube, Facebook. Yeah. Um, we're trying to push it out a bit more. The podcasts are coming. Um, a lot of you have approached me and said, hey, can you, can we put it on podcast so I can listen to it while I'm walking or driving or something? Yeah. Um, which is honestly an honor. To kind of even it's have amazing. someone, you know, one person say that, let alone the amount amazing. of people that have said it. So it's real cool. And um, again, we're, we're trying to encourage, we're trying to break things down, we're trying to talk and have conversations about things that uh, might not be, you know, a normal conversation that you have with people or, you know, it might not be um, something that's, you know, preached from a pulpit. But I mean, yeah, this, we're, just, we're just talking it out, talking life. Um, and theology awesome. so again if you've got any questions hit us up um, and I'll 
yeah, I'll go through them and we'll we'll, we'll go through some more. Um, bubble Dutch for this week, and that's us. See, See you later. See you later.